the Mel Gedroyd podcast. Hey, it's Mel G, and this week on our little podcast, we're going to be talking about all sorts of things, mainly about Rick Astley, who seems to be obsessing us at the moment. His hair, his toes, his general gorgeousness. If you like the sound of that, then do have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from one on magic. There will be more chat and, of course, great songs thrown in for good measure. Mel G on magic. A little bit of the Elmo there to just uh, sort of stroke our auras. Yeah, do you like the idea of that? Apparently you have an aura all around your um, physical form, Bush. Not just you, all of us. And if you just gently give it a little stroke every now and then... It helps. Actually, I'm doing it now. It does actually feel quite good. What do you think you're like? You know, like your soul. Is it you as a person? I always thought it was like is me it, as a person. On. This is a bit hev. This is Saturday <laughs> lunchtime on Magic. What's going on? But you've been talking about auras. Okay. But like, do you think it's you walking around or do you think it's like an animal or like a, a shape? <laughs> What's your aura? Oh, 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 what, you mean my aura? Oh, yeah, your aura. Do you reckon it's like you or... I think it's Rita Aura. <laughs> Rita Aura. Your aura is Rita Aura. No, guinea pig, mate, for me. How about you? You're your spirit animal. Always. I reckon I might be Kingfisher. <gasps> you know, you know, like an animal where you can stroke the top... So imagine stroking the top oh. of a Kingfisher's flattened little yes, feathery little head. Yes, thing on the back. Yeah. Also, when you go across water, you'd be doing that very special Kingfisherly, lordly move. Yeah, I love that move. Where, where the wings are doing all the action and the little beaks coming to... I can see that, Bush. Going across the water like... Oh. Almost to the point, it has to be slow mode. Yeah. has to be slow mode. This is lovely summertime chat. It is, isn't it? Which brings me on to something else, uh, maybe not quite so lovely. <laughs> I've got a little bit of a bone to pick with you, Bush. Oh, really? You are a very, very dear friend of mine. Thank um, you. As well as uh, broadcasting buddy. Um, you sent me a photograph of yourself. Uh, yesterday, which was lovely, came into my uh, inbox, yep. in the old uh, WhatsApp, as they call it. <laughs> you were with Rick Astley, mate, having a lovely time. Both of you were smiling. Yeah. You looked almost chumly, I would say, was the word. We had our arms around, I think we had our arms around each other, didn't we? Yeah, yeah you did. There was a double clasp. Why was, why was, uh, why was I not invited? Well, you know, Rick... It's okay, I can, it's all right. I'm okay about it. But, uh, just wondered why I wasn't involved. Well, no, you know Rick's part of the Magic family, and he popped in to just have a look at the studio when I was doing my show. Mm-hmm. And he he's a nice guy. We had a little hug. I showed him some, you know, different things that the desk does in the studio. So oh. is he your new best broadcasting friend? Bush? Now, come on, Mel, don't be like this. You've gone all tell Mel on me. I can almost Slightly tell Mel a little bit yeah. tweed. There's a bit tweed. A little bit tweed. Now he's just he's a friend of the show. I was I was Aww. merely welcoming him into the arms of this here radio show. Well, maybe we'll get him on at some point. Wouldn't that be good? <laughs> we could we could all play together. Do you know what, what I mean? What was he like? What did he say? What was he wearing? How did he smell? Everything. Tell me everything. Wonderful man. His hair is. Oh. I just want to stroke his hair. How did, did you he, stroke it? I, I was very close to giving it. When he turned around to look out the window because it was quite a hot day, I almost felt like secretly just trying to touch the top of his hair. Oh. But I thought he might notice. Uh, he was barefoot. No. I'd observed him walk into the building from the third floor. I was looking out the window and he was wearing a pair of Spartacus-style sandals. That's what he always does. Amazing. Backless or with uh, straps? Birkenstock type yeah, things. Yeah, Birkies. So Bir- backless. Backless <gasps> Birkies. And I think that's an amazing look, Rick. Then he came in completely barefoot to have a chat to me. <sighs> and then as he was talking to me, I noticed that his 
third toe in on both feet. So that so the set is so that yeah I yeah I get you big the one toe. next to the little one yeah big yep. yeah, that third one in uh, was like bent round to the left. He got like Ooh. a like a twist to them, like an unusual twist to his toes. What like bunions? I don't think bunions. I just think uh, kind of an aristocratic idiosyncrasy. So quite long. Yeah. But maybe they'd been forced into a shoe, possibly an 80s winkle picker, I'm thinking, <laughs> for too many years. That exactly. kind of That pushed them round. Did he mention me at any point? He did, he did. Ask how you were. <laughs> You're lying. I'm not. You looked away when you said that. You looked away to the wall. Can I tell you what actually happened, right? Come on, tell me everything. Producer Louise told him to his face that you're obsessed with it. <gasps> no, I don't... Oh, oh no. Really? Yeah, because we we just said we talk about him a lot on the show, you know? I was yes, trying to, we do. Yeah. Every other week is all about Rick. Yeah, so we are... I guess we are obsessed with him. Of course him. we are. Let's get him on. Can we get him on? Can we get him on? Let's get him on. Get him on. Well, listen, the thing is, of course, he's here at six o'clock this evening. I think it would be a little bit overly familiar if I were to stay here from three till six. It's a bit overkeen, isn't no, it? No, do it. Just stay on. Just say you've got work to be getting on with and just sit in the corner. I could sort of hang around by the water cooler, couldn't I? Have you still got that really... What's that voluminous book that you had? The Ledge of Ledge. No, no. the bigger one, the one you were reading. Oh, um, the... Um, oh, what was it? Ken Follett. Pillars of the Earth. Yes, sit in the corner, read a bit of Follett, see what happens. I finished the Follett, mate. I finished oh, that ages ago. Damn. I'm on to the sequel. I'm more of that anon. Yeah. Wait, what's it called? What's I the sequel? I can't remember. <laughs> Mel. Oh. Uh, this, this is quite a change from the uh, scheduled listing for this podcast. <laughs> we have a... You know our topic pot uh, was stolen from I the know. office? Uh, producer know. Louise has gone out and bought something that's quite controversial to replace it. Mel, describe what we've got here. Well, it looks like something you might dig up um, in your garden from World War II, <laughs> isn't it? It's like a sort of metal canister, but very trendy, I'm assuming. It's like a sort of metal, quite brutalist, but also I quite like it. It's a bit like a jerry can, isn't yeah. it? It's got a jerry can feel to yeah. it. So rather than pull a uh, wrapped up paper message question from the office, you kind of pour it out. Pour it out, mate. Pour it out from the canister. Pour one out from the canister of questions. Okay, the first one that's come out is this question here. I'm liking the new canister. Yeah, I like it. I'll go with that. What is it? It's got a map of London Underground on it, by the way, oh, as well. that's cool. So you yeah. can like, navigate. If you're going to go anywhere after this smell. Yeah. If you want to go to Green Park, I can tell you how to get there. Yeah, that's brilliant. It's on the front. Lovely. Um, does anyone you know still send texts in text speak? Yeah, all the time, and wrongly. I still have friends who say LOL, meaning lots of love. Oh, really? That's quite a sort of mum thing. That's quite old school, isn't it? I, but I don't mind that. My mum, who is 80, mm-hmm. the other day said, have, H-A-V, great G-R, number eight, Wow. time. That is unbelievable. She didn't do much with time. It was just T-I-M-E. Has she moved on to emojis yet? Is she emojiing? No, her phone is not capable of that. It's probably for the best. But I love that. That's that cute, uh, isn't yeah. it? How I love about, them getting involved. What about you, Bushes? Uh, my mum is a nightmare for technology. Um, Geraldine. She, Geraldine rings you in her handbag quite a lot. Oh, does she? Every time you're my mum in a shop, you can hear her getting coupons out. Um, and then she also does things. She, she block capitals text quite a bit. As if she's really annoyed shouting. or shouting. It's all in block capitals. For a while as well, she didn't know what the space button was, so she used zeros. So she'd be like, tell me that my brother, Simon Woo, gone to Woo, Bristol Woo Woo. <laughs> uh, loads of zeros and O's instead of uh, a space bar. I God, love Geraldine. God bless her. Well done, Jerry. Yeah, she's an absolute cracking good egg. She's a good egg. Yeah. No, I'm all for old school texting. That's it. 
that's that. I've said it. I'm all for old school texting. I think it's fine. And it'll become a sort of, you know, it'll become a sort of postmodern ironic thing to do yeah. before we know. The rappers will all be doing it and then we'll follow suit. <laughs> Love that sound effect. Can't do any of the noises that Mel can do. No, it's because I've got a silly high leatherhead voice. You've got quite a cool, you know, West Country, low, slightly gruff voice. Ex-smokers kind of voice. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Uh, You've got some good sound effects in the bag, Mel. Yeah, right. Sean Bean's got the best voice, though, hasn't he? I'd love to have a voice. Oh, Sean Bean. Bean. Anything you say would have gravity to it. Love Sean Bean. He, he is just cool to the point. Even if he ordered something in a little chef, he would sound kind of like, can I go for the Olympic breakfast? Olympic breakfast. Bre- I was just about to say, can I have the Olympic breakfast, please? I'm too full for anything bigger. Because <laughs> of life. Easy over on the eggs. Take it easy with the eggs, would you? Yeah. Okay. Are those lollipops for free? <laughs> I can't get low enough. Are <laughs> oh, those lollipops for free? <laughs> maybe, maybe, there was, maybe you were allowed a lollipop, a little chef. You just allowed the lollipop, but your parents made you believe that you had to finish your dinner to have the lollipop. I just dipped in, mate. Did I, you? I went, I went totally rogue. Yeah, I was just oh. dipped in. It's fine, isn't it? Love it, you're a maverick. Yeah. Listen, I have in my hands the sacred tome known to us as the Ledger of Legend. The Ledge of Ledge, as we like to call it. Yes. Today, the 29th of July, 2017, I'm going to put in... It's on a little bit of a theme. Okay. I'm going to put in today, if this is all right with you, Bush. I'm sure it is. I'm nominating Rick Astley's hair. Oh, that is a beautiful thing. Rick Astley's hair. It is conditioned. Mm-hmm. Check. It is fragrant. Check. It is multitudinous, if that's the right word. Check. Copious. Yeah. Check. It is probably nice to the touch. Check. Bet it is. It goes with his face. Check. <laughs> and we love it. So, look, if you wouldn't mind, Bush, I'll pass you over the sacred pen and the ledge of ledge. Please draw Rick Astley's hair. Do you know what? I've got, I had a good close-up look at it as well when he came to visit me earlier on, like we were talking Stop about. Stop going on about it. Do you know what it looks like, his hair? It looks like an ice gem. The top of an ice gem. Oh, does it? It really does. It's that sculptured and perfect. Oh, is it too... Product-y. No, no, he doesn't. I don't even think he's got product in it. It's I just held it up. It's held up by willpower. Willpower oh. alone. Does he have chest hair? <laughs> uh, he was wearing a shirt, but it wasn't unbuttoned enough for me to see. Well, I'm glad because I don't like it necessarily when the chest hair pokes out of the top. Really, of an open shirt? Not really. Okay, well, that's good to know. But I'm I'm not sure one way or the other about Rick. If you have any topless photos of Rick, please send them into the show. <laughs> Melji here on Magic now, Bush. Must ask you this. How's your week been? Mel, my week has been very expensive. Oh. So we're buying this house. Oh, yes, exciting times. Very exciting times buying a house. Uh, buying a three-piece suite sofa thing for the first time uh, ever. Mm-hmm. I think we've kind of always had like hand-me-downs and stuff before, we've, or we've rented where it's come furnished or whatever. Uh, so buying a sofa, that's a weird experience, isn't it? Oh, it's stressful. It's very stressful. Yeah. Uh, firstly, how expensive are they? Mate, I would never go new. Never go new. Really? Go secondhand? Yeah, go secondhand. But where would you get such a secondhand thing? Go on uh, to, uh, you know, those uh, bidding sites online. Really? Or upcycle. uh, Or have you got any aunties or grannies um, or people in your family that might be getting rid of a sofa? 
I got one off a friend, yeah. which was in a bit of a state, I'm not going to lie to you, and I think there was a family of mice living in it. Uh, gave it to a local upholsterer, who I really? love. This guy, Richard, yeah, he's great. He sounds like a good bloke. Oh, he's a tip-top bloke. So gave it to Richard and I said, look, mate, can you, you know, sort this out? Let's get a bit of velvet on board. Yeah. Good as new. Really? Good as ruddy new. How long did it take Richard to do this? Six weeks, at least. Because wow. he, had, he had to put sort of springs in and everything. Did he? Yeah. I, I would go vintage and old and then get it judged. You see, the other bit that I can't get my head around is like, okay, fair enough, say I do go new and I do buy the couch. It takes like eight weeks. Where is it coming from? I understand Richard's got time, he's got to do stuff and it's yeah. just him on his own, but surely there's a, there's a warehouse full of these couches somewhere. It Does could it take be eight Dar- weeks? Darleydale or Misham, probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly, so like, how does it take so long? What's going on? Listen... It's a stressful time. It is a stressful time. Were they trying to sort of palm off uh, footstools on you and stuff like that? Yeah, there's quite a lot of footstools going oh, on. Like, and there's also those ones where that you see those families sat on on Gogglebox where it goes round, it's like an L shape. Ooh. And there's a bit that goes out into the middle of the lounge. No, I don't like that. What is, what's that all about? It's like, almost like a sort of runway, isn't it? Yeah. A sort of weird third runway. Runway to, directly towards the telly. Yeah. Also, I, mm. quite a lot of uh, individual seats with... This must be a thing that's in fashion at the moment, and maybe some people listening to this show right now might have one, but an electric button where you can recline your seat and your feet come up. That I quite like, Bush. You like the idea of that? My dad's got one of those. It's like um, Fraser's dad... Yes. Uh, in Fraser, yes, it's quite a sort of worn-in one, and he's got the little remote control on it, and zzz, I love that. And when he's not in it, I'm in it like a shot. <laughs> Feet go up, woof, and it's the best place for a kip. Oh, well, you know, sometimes there, you, if you go to certain airports or uh, service stations, you've got those seats that have got the the uh, massaging machine in yeah. the back. Do you wonder if I could get one of those? Imagine how good that would be watching telly. Bush, this has moved away quite quickly from mm. a family. Sofa yep. to you servicing your own massage needs. <laughs> what the heck? Well, well, let's put the rest of the family on hard seats and we'll f- plough the funds into an extravagant uh, massage chair for me. You need a sort of 18th century Swedish parlour where yeah. all the seats are backed up against the wall. <laughs> Is that what they used to yes. be? Yes, they back them up all against the wall. So, so you've got an empty space in the middle of the room and you've just got people sitting around the edge of the room on very hard back chairs. Like a, an awkward family party or christening, that kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. Ooh. I quite like the idea of that. Very sort of formal. Yeah. Yeah? One other thing. My daughter is obsessed with getting a big beanbag. I was just about to say the words, beanbag. What do you reckon? Get her Can't a beanbag? Can't go wrong. Get an enormous one. Really? Yeah, but try and get one secondhand because they are, ooh, they're quite pricey. Why is all this stuff so expensive? No I one told know, me man. about this. Soft furnishings. Anyway, listen, good, good luck with that. Thanks very much, Mel. Uh, keep me uh, uh, updated. Will do. On Sofa News. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll uh, touch base about that at some future point. Hashtag yeah? Sofa Chat. Good. <laughs> good. Oh, I'm liking the canister of questions. How does it feel? It's lighter than you expect, isn't it? When you look at it, you think that must be way the same as some kind of ballistics casing from uh, the Second World War. But yeah. then you pick it up and it's quite light. I'm loving that. I tell you what, Bush, when we do our big cycle ride in October, yeah, as we're going to be doing, uh, I think we should have this um, alongside as a little water bottle. Mel and I are doing, pal- is it palace to palace? Pal to pal. Pal yeah. to pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many miles are we looking at for that? Well, it's between Buck Pal and Windsor Castle, isn't it? Yeah. Probably about 46. Not a problem. 45, 46. Back, see you back in London in time for a cappuccino and a baguette. Yeah. Now, 
Ah, oh, this is good. Bush, which smells best, new book or library book? Hmm. I'm a big smeller of books. I love the smell、mm. of books. I have a Kindle, which is a shame because I do like real physical books. Does a Kindle smell of anything? It just smells、no. of like disappointing plastic. Yeah, and and that awful thing when technology heats up and you get that slightly unfortunate fishy smell. Yeah, you do. That's you know a weird、I mean? thing, isn't it? I hate that. We had that in the house the other day. It was a lamp. It was a, the wire of a lamp. It went all、mm. fishy. I've had newly painted walls that have gone all fishy smell as well. Have you? Yeah, it's very strange. Well, that's what, what, that's wrong. I, do you know what? Right in my old house in Bristol, I called out the gas people. Thought we had a gas leak, and they said no. That's just the smell of drying new paint. <laughs> I bet they loved you.、Bush. Oh, blacklisted! I bet they absolutely I loved you. Feel a bit cry wolf about it. We'll probably will have a gas leak at some point. They'll be like, "Not him! Look at his face. It's on the office wall. Don't go anywhere near his house. He's had us out fifteen times."、Uh, so for me, I'm going to go for new book. New、smell. book.、What、I would、reckon? say. You see, it's a good question. I would say it depends which section of the library the book has come from. Oh right. Because I would think that certain smells emanating from certain people would be more prevalent. In certain sections of the library. Oh, really? Is that very smellest of me? No, I like the fact that you have a, a mind smell map of an actual library itself. Par、yeah. example,、mm -hmm. if I was going to get a nineteenth-century French classic out of the library,、mm -hmm. as I'm wont to do, <laughs> the smell is sort of, it's sort of, it's sort of cigarry. Yeah. Isn't it? It's that kind of thing. Khaki jacket, slightly damp khaki jacket that's coming in for, out from the rain. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas if I'm going to go for a sort of car maintenance manual、mm -hmm. from the library, not sure I'd be wanting to open that too often. Dirty overalls. The smell of dirty overalls. I'm being very smellist here. I'm sorry. My, my husband, my own fleshly husband, does a lot of work on the car, and I do like the smell of him. So I shouldn't be so smellist. <laughs> Uh, now, hmm, what have we got here? Tweed bag, yes. Time for tell Mel. You can ask me anything. Hey Mel, it's Rachel here. What are your thoughts on double denim? Rachel, double denim. These are my exact thoughts. If it's a waistcoat, please don't make it tight. If it's a trouser, please don't make it flared. What you end up with? Status quo. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Next, please. Hi Mel, it's Sarah.、Um, my husband's decided that he wants to learn the violin. He's thirty-five. Please tell him this isn't okay, Mel. Sarah, this is the worst midlife crisis I have ever heard. Buy him a motorbike. Take him to an ABC concert to relive his youth. Anything, anything other than the violin. You will only end up with. <coughs> Nobody needs that, Sarah. Next, Mel, Seb here. There's someone in work who chews so loudly. I want to scream at him. What do I do? Become a more patient person, or just hit him? Seb, my dear Seb, never ever resort to violence unless it is with a tweed cape, cut sharply across the back of somebody's calves, as I like to do on the tube. <laughs> anyway, Seb, I've totally forgotten what your question was, but I'm sure it was very interesting. Something to do with chewing. I would provide them with snacks which don't make any noise, Seb. Something like a glass of water. Something civilized, not involving chewing. Good day. Ah,、oh, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Hear more lols, bants, and gubbins like that every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. The Mel Gedroich Podcast. <laughs>